Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like Adrian DeWalt, Paul Reitlinger, and Charlie Varney. Coming up on TMS, six ounces of bone. Van playing the field for presents. Stack everyone in Texas. Rip Torn, son of Tiger Torn. One sitting, one shitting. I don't like vegan speed. Cranky pants. <laughs> Not my princess. Thank you very much, TYVM. <laughs> Wall of wines. You'll get no x-ray specs, no fart gas, and no Lieutenant Yar. Let's go ride the Ow My Bunga. Kim watches porn in the library. <laughs> Bandolier delivery method. F Dr. Drew with Red Fraggle and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. So it is best to consult many sources of information before we form our own conclusions. I'd say there's no question we should build a new junior high school. Oh, just a minute. I'm not sure about that. Not sure at all. I think Vienna wieners are totally reesty. <laughs> the morning stream. When news breaks, we're there. The next morning. Except on Fridays and uh, the weekend. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Morning Stream. This is TMS for Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Hello, Scott. Hey, man. Hello, everybody. Oh, I'm yeah. in such a better hey. mood today than I was yesterday. Yesterday was real dumb. Uh, but Were for you a whole bunch of reasons. yesterday? No, I, I was a little bit. I didn't let it show on the show, but I was kind of cranky, and I had a really important meeting, which meant I was also nervous. Uh, and so the whole morning could have gone south. It all went fine, but today I'm just feeling... Uh, airy. I feel a little airy. Oh, today. wow, nice. Like no, lighter than air, air. not yeah. gassy, but lighter than air. Yeah, not gassy. I was a little gassy yesterday, funny enough, but <laughs> maybe uh, I contributed to it too. Yeah, no, I'm uh, doing much better, and that makes me happy because you know what's better to do when you're in a good mood than a morning show. You know what I'm saying? For sure, it's a good time. For show. Yeah. Uh, we're going to dive right in. We got a lot coming up. Amy will be here later with a book recommendation. I started a new book that I'll uh, throw out there. Let people know about if you're in a Halloween mood in particular. Oh, also, nice. if anyone anyone out there, including JF, if he still listens to the show, I don't know. But if JF DeBeau is contactable, mm-hmm. um, his <laughs> his book got uh, one of his books got uh, a big shout out and from a source that I really like for book recommendations. And oh, I wanted cool. to let him know that he got, you know, talked to that his book got talked about in a very positive way. But I cannot get a hold of the dude. He's, he's not showing up on Facebook. I don't know where to find him. I was going to say Facebook is usually where I hear from him. So I'm kind of surprised you're not able to track him down. I know. Maybe he blocked me or something. I don't oh, yeah, know. I'm I don't sure. know what happened. I'm sure he did. Yeah. I hope not. But uh, if you're out there, JF Dubois, uh, send me a <laughs> message and I'll tell you what it was. I saved a screen grab of this thing and, and the oh, link nice. and everything. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, so that's all coming up. Plenty to do today. Let's start things off with a a recommendation. Um, Cool. So many times, Brian's a bit of a, you know, 
he knows all the cool spots in Denver, right? You'll, you'll, I do. You'll I know do. a place, and then you'll come on the show, and you'll say, oh, we found this new place, and add it to the list of cool things to do when you're in, when you're in the city and that sort of stuff. Well, I ran into one of those yesterday, and I wanted to make a recommendation. So okay. we had all of the, uh, the, the sibling couples that are in town uh, sort of here on vigil uh, for Kim's yeah. sister. We decided, hey, uh, none of us have done anything fun with each other since you've all been here. So why don't we go to dinner? Let's go to dinner, everybody. Let's an angel rest and, and, and get out of their hair, and let's all just go somewhere. So we went to this place my daughter recommended that she goes to. I, I didn't even know. She, this is how much I pay attention. I guess her and Dylan do this place every year for their anniversary because they oh, love nice. it. They just love well, it. Special uh, special event kind of place. Yeah, she just loves this place. And I'd never heard of it, and I kind of would forget about it. And Kim and I never went on our own. So we went there yesterday. It's this place called the Cliff Dining Pub, and it's in Draper. Uh, which is oh, wow. not far from where I live. Uh, mm-hmm. It took us maybe, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes to get up there. And it is this amazing... Oh, I still have the feud overlay. Get rid of that. Uh, this <laughs> ama- amazing menu. Really, really good food. Prices wow. are okay okay, and not horrible. Um, I had a, I'm always checking to try new stuff. Uh, like fancy stuff so I just tried their their burger which they're kind of famous for <laughs> okay. and it was really good it was a great Is burger it, was it the one with the egg uh, dripping down the sides of in, the photo indeed it was um, wow yeah and it was real good uh, we had uh, Kim had the short ribs they were fantastic I ate some of that because she mm. had it there uh, there was oh they got sushi look at that yeah they got a whole crazy lineup and this amazing location, the place inside has a really great atmosphere. They have these, uh, we couldn't do it because it was cold, but in the spring and you know warmer weather, their outdoor stuff overlooks the entire valley. It's just freaking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a shot of that right there over the, the deck. Anyway, <clears throat> can't recommend it enough. Just wanted to throw it out there. Uh, got a new one to put on the list. It's called the, uh, the Cliff Dining Pub. The Clip Clop? The, <laughs> the Clip Clop. You know, in the Clip Clop. <laughs> Clip clop. Uh, they got a whole, you know, I'm not a drinker, but they got all the stuff you want, the cocktails and the beer selections and all that crap sure. too. Um, sure. But yeah, uh, big old uh, bar and a nice little wine selection, judging by that, the wall of wines. Yeah, it looks like they had a winery. It took me wall. a second to figure out what I'm looking at there with that photo. The one down. Let me open the that photo in a new. Let's see, open a new tab here. I got to see this photo because I can't. I oh, can't figure out what one. I'm looking at here. At the bottom, is that the one? Yeah. Okay. So interesting. So it's um, the colors, the panels behind the bottles of wine were throwing me off. So they've got the bottles of wine kind of like almost in a, what looked like a bandolier kind of delivery method. Oh, I see what Um, you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you open up that thing just in its own tab, open up that photo, it pulls it in full size and you can see. So it's colored panels behind the wines because it's really weird. It looked like... um, yeah, I couldn't tell what what I was looking. Maybe right it is That's still cool. maybe it's still pull out drawer type arrangement. I don't know. I can't tell. But these giant door. I I saw this while we were there. These giant doors yeah. shut it, shut it at, at night when they're done. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it's very good, and the service was amazing, and I was surprised. You know, it wasn't. I wouldn't say it was inexpensive. It was like you know. Yeah. I think Kim's yeah. Kim's I mean, thing. I'm paying thirty five bucks for a prime rib. That's good. Yeah. It's, uh, like you know. It reminds me of there's a, a Landry's place out here. It used to be called Sims Landing. I think it's now called Sims Steakhouse, mm. and it sits on the um, basically it sits on uh, 
Green Mountain, or at least the place south of Green Mountain that basically over or north of Green Mountain that overlooks the city. So you you get a a window seat in the place, and you're looking over the entirety of downtown of Denver, oh, yeah. downtown, and the Front Range, and it's a gorgeous place. Is this the one in Simms. Golden? Looks like. Yeah, here it is. It is. There's only one. Yes, yeah, some steakhouse. Oh, look at that. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, they have a similar wine uh, wall. <laughs> Do they really? Yeah. Oh, let me see the. <laughs> yeah, it's a little less broken up by the color stuff, which I can't quite tell what that is. How but funny. you can see the sideways. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, they feel like they pull out. Maybe like, you know, big old maybe, yeah, big old rack of wine. Oh man, this place looks awesome too. Jeez, it's it's also really nice. Oh yeah. Oh, that one's behind glass. They're. Uh, their wall of wine. I'm seeing the. I'm seeing the photo you're looking at here. Yeah, this place looks great. They're they're great, and another incredible view. And it's all part of the Landry's. Uh, oh, and their prices um, are pretty good too. Yeah, similar kind of thing. They do. I don't know if they still do it. Uh, yeah, they do still do it. An incredible Sunday brunch. Like mm. this thing is is known far and wide. It's forty five bucks per person. It's not. It's not cheap. Thirty seven if you're a senior. Twenty if you're a kid. Yeah. But. Um, uh, seafood and and you know all your basic brunch stuff, but then they've got like a a dude who's making omelets for you, um, uh, you know pancakes, waffles, carved prime rib, all that stuff. That's like a that's like a little special event kind of. Hey, let's do Sunday brunch kind yeah, of thing. Sounds like a fancy getaway. It is a fancy getaway. Here's a question for you: They have a ribeye and a and a bone in ribeye. Um, I've had both at various places, but the difference in sure. price is twenty bucks or more than that. Uh, twenty nine, hmm. twenty nine to twenty eight bucks difference between what the, are the ribeye. What are the weights on them? Uh, it's, oh, that must be it. Sixteen ounce versus twenty two. That's why it's more. Yeah, yeah. I was like, am I paying more for that freaking bone? I'm like, what's the point? <laughs> Hope not. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it depends. I mean, if it's sixteen ounce, if it's if it's uh, six ounces of bone, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, good point. Also, but, but again, that meat right around the bone is always a little bit uh, more flavorful. No, I, don't I, know love what it is. I love the meat around the bone. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Uh, the bone in. Strip. By the way, I'm sure six ounces of bone will definitely be one of the show titles today. I'm sure it will. <laughs> six ounces Predicting of bone. It now, do it. Yeah, get in there, make it happen, you guys. Six ounces of bone. No problem with that. Um, all right. Yesterday, Brian reminded me of a thing that I wanted to talk about. Today, we talked about it. <laughs> cool. Let's talk about it. Because got- I've been curious about the the you know your uh, um, you got super excited about wanting to talk about about this thing yesterday right. when I mentioned it. Right yeah. now, people are used to, and I think maybe you got one. Is why it came up. I can't remember why it came up. You got remind me why it came up. What happened? Yeah, because I got this the stupid Amazon toy catalog the most useless waste of paper when when you're known for being an online store and that you can go and look for anything you want online having a printed thing that is catalog that you send out that basically just goes flip 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 yep that's all the stuff i know that you have online recycle bin yep immediately almost right yes very rarely is that thing going to sit around very long well here's the insidious thing that amazon is doing right now and full disclosure I like Amazon. I use it a lot. Yeah. I pay sure. for Prime. It's fine. Okay. I probably get, you know, at least one or two things a week from Amazon with a smile on the box. Yeah. Same here. My, sometimes it's upside down, though, and I don't know why. It makes me nervous. Because <laughs> you're opening the box upside down. Yeah, that would explain it. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so those, those, those things that come for the adults to peruse, fine, throw it in the bin. No big deal. Yeah, they're now sending out, and I don't know if I've been doing this for a long time. So correct me, someone out there who maybe got these before, but this year anyway, um, 
we got, and so did Taylor, we got a little kids one. Yeah, and it's, that's what I'm talking about. That's well, the one we received. This oh. this is for children. Like Yeah, with stickers in it. Oh shit, that's the one you got? Okay. Yeah, that's the one we got. Let me that's tell you what I'm happened because this is where it's insidious. You and I see that and we go, meh, throw it away. Yeah. Van got a hand on it. Yeah. Went into the living room. <laughs> with a sad with a ballpoint pen with yep. a sharpie. He yep. did. He had a crayon, actually. It's funny you say yeah. that. He had a crayon. Yeah. A red crayon. Sat on the the couch. And then uh, proceeded to go, Nana, come here. And then Nana would come in. Kim would sit next to him. And he'd say, I want this and this and this. And he would show her. And then she'd leave. Mom, yeah. come here. She came in there. He's four. She sits down. And he would point out all the things to her that were in addition to what he already showed to Kim about things he thought were cool and that he wanted for this for this Christmas. He proceeded to do this with everybody in the house. And at one point, I was talking to somebody so loud I couldn't hear him calling me. He comes out, uh-huh. grabs me by the hand, pops, pops, come here, come here, come here. Takes me in the living room, sits me down, and has me look at this thing on his lap. Amazon knows how kids are going to be when totally. they get this freaking thing. And he totally. just sat there and made planned out his entire holiday plan. You know? Yeah, yeah. It is, it, it, you know, 100%, it's not for us, Scott. It mm. is for them, and it's a, it's a way, for, it's basically a... Uh, pick one from column A, one, two from column B, one from column C. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, Amazon clearly doesn't know that our son is 26 and doesn't <laughs> live with us anymore. <laughs> and that we don't have grandchildren right. or small nieces or nephews that uh, that come over. Yeah, yes, you, I'm kind of wasted on you guys. But I think yeah. it's, you know, I say insidious, but it's smart oh, if it's you're brilliant. trying yeah. to, you know, because kids... They don't know the corpo nightmare structure all this is. They right. just know that a real big, cool, flashy thing is on that page, and that's something they want, and there's a neat little book that shows you all the things you want. Those dollar signs don't mean anything to them. They don't know. Oh, and I think a lot of those things, if I remember correctly, when I was perusing the toy catalog, looking for everything Spider-Man, uh, I don't remember actually seeing dollar signs. I oh, think they that they prices? just oh, man. I don't think they had prices. I died. I, uh, That's even worse. <laughs> even worse. Like it is. It's like the Jillians or the the Dave and Buster's of uh, toy catalogs because ooh, want that, want that, want that, and you're never ever seeing a price. Yeah, no, that sounds right. <laughs> anyway, it just cracked me up because he was just like, "This is the greatest piece of bound paper collection <laughs> of paper I've ever had in my lap ever." And most yeah. years he doesn't. This is the first year he's given a crap about Christmas. Last three years, he's too little, doesn't understand why everyone's making a big deal out of it. Kind of gets handed something, opens it, smiles, and then pushes it to the side. Doesn't really get it. This year, though, four-year-olds, they start, it sinks in. It's like, yeah, oh, it's the jackpot. And you know, they've been saying this in the chat, and I totally did this as a kid, too. Like, the Sears catalog would arrive. I'd go to that back third, that back quarter, whatever it was, that was all toys, and I'd sit there on the floor in the living room and basically do exactly the same thing, where I'd be like, oh, yeah, want that, want that, want that. Yeah, that's true. I used to, I even did this with comic books. I would jump to that page that had all the stupid uh, gizmos on it, 
before I would read the oh, comic. Oh, the really the um like I'd still the, read uh, the comic. I'd still read it, right? But I would jump to the course, end and go, all right, let's see, fake the, barf, you fake jump poop. The page that has the x-ray specs and the fart gas and the whoopee cushion and all, all that, that stuff. stuff. I was like, I gotta see what they got now. Is it all and it was usually the same. It never changed. But I just thought, well, maybe there'd be something cool in here I could get that I can't get at the keyhole <laughs> or whatever store I was going to. Right. And then oh, I would I then it. I would go back and read the comic and enjoy the comic for what it was for, but I think there's a, there's an age you hit where you kind of have us, right? And Amazon knows yeah. that. Of course they know that. Yeah. Why wouldn't yeah. they know that? Walmart knows that. Sears knew that. Uh, everyone knows it. Yeah, they know it. They know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, it's a very old school brick and mortar method, but I, I guess I just wasn't in a position to see Amazon do it. When my kids were his age, you know, Taylor was four, that would have been, what, 98? I don't. I think Amazon was just barely selling books in '98. Yeah, yeah, that's all they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I so. remember. I remember my coworker, uh, uh, a guy named Scott Brenner, who um, actually worked for me uh, in the support department for a while, and he was all proud that he got this like thermal little thermal thermal mug uh, from Amazon, the bookstore, because um, he, you know, in their first year, he'd bought a bunch of books. And uh, they said, hey, we want to thank you. Here's a thermal mug. Oh, wow. I wonder for if you still, months. I would hang on to that forever. I would keep that forever. Yeah. 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 Because uh, like, I think it like it probably said Amazon bookstore or something like that. Yeah. And uh, that guy's a judge now, by the way. He's a, he's a your honor. Oh, my guy. gosh. For real? Wow. Yeah, for real. So how, wow, that's a fast career from. From being a support guy working for me uh, to, to being a judge. Yeah, yeah. I like to think that I got him on his way, but I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> you, here's what you hope when you next time you get jury duty uh you hope it's him because then he has to recuse you you can't be there you know right can. oh that's a good point yeah. yeah can't know the judge can't make yeah. that work you know what our justice system wouldn't work in small smaller like if let's say the let's say that we the way we look at the world right now it's eight billion people or whatever it is now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well what if it was only eight thousand people total Imagine a planet where Earthlings only make up eight thousand humans. That else is right, and then <laughs> and then that means it's only going to be America is like three hundred people. <laughs> so right. you would know everybody yeah, would know everybody. Things down, yeah, exactly. yeah, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't no, work because it's all this big space. Like you'd only know the the eight people. Who live around you? You know your your giant tracts of land, the the quarter of the state you live in yeah. that you now own. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. It's exactly right. I also heard a stat yesterday that I still don't quite believe, but maybe it's true. That all, uh, if you took every single person in the what was the phrase? Was it in the world? Crap! I don't know if it was all eight billion people or not. But there would be enough room if you organized it right. I mean, it'd be pure nightmare. But if you organized it right, there's enough room in the state of Texas alone mm-hmm. to fit everybody. So you could put everybody in the world. Everybody. I think it was world. But now that I say it, that's a lot. Eight billions a lot. And I don't know. I thought he said know. world, but I can't remember now. But there's some yeah. weird stat where if you just look at, a, you know, it may be even like, you know, a, a jail cell sized living quarters. It may be something as small right. as that. Right. But there was a way to cram everybody into one, just right into Texas, right in the middle there. <laughs> Possible? I don't know. Someone out there Maybe. knows this and yeah. write in and tell us. Yeah. I, I'm sure I. Merrick says, sounds possible. Just stack them. Yeah, stack them. <laughs> yeah, stack them up. 
do like they do in Hong Kong or whatever you got going. That's right. Just put them on top, one right on top of the other. You can totally do it. I thought the world's highest, the most expensive place to live was going to be either the U.S. or uh, somewhere in Europe or something. It's Hong Kong. I had no oh, idea. Oh, really? Yeah. I would have guessed like Abu Dhabi or, or um, uh, uh, Monaco or someplace like that, you know? Yeah, I did too. And it, and it was Hong because... Hong Kong's the most expensive place to live. Yeah, Weird. it had, it had something to do with the fact that they're they're kind of locked in terms of... There's no place to do anything new. Mm-hmm. So everything's going up, right? Yeah. It's all those high scri- skyscrapers. Yeah. And those things often have two or three people stacked in one room. Right. As three separate spaces. Um, oh, well. I wish I knew where I got that. It was wild, absolutely was wild. wild. How oh, yeah, expensive Dubai. It was. Yeah, Dubai. I'm sorry, that's what I meant by Abu Dhabi. As uh, Dubai. Yeah, Dubai is yeah. probably pretty expensive. Yeah. Dubai Abu Dhabi is opulent, but it kind of sucks. Says Sunburn. Why is that? <laughs> wow. I wonder why that is. It's I'm, it's beautiful when my Apple TV is flying over it. Yeah. I really enjoy uh, Dubai. <laughs> yeah. The 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 bird's eye view is very nice of Dubai. Yeah. Watching watching uh, one of the Fast and Furious guys drive a car up through some building was cool, and then watching uh, Tom Cruise jump <laughs> off Tom one. Tom Cruise uh, suction cup. Yeah, that was fun. Up the side, yeah, yeah. It was fun. That Especially- looked like a nice place to live, except for the giant sandstorm that that uh, <laughs> wipes everything out every every few hours or something like or that. Something like, like that. that. To sure, they get full down for on that thing. You get full. Uh, Full Fury Roadstorm there. Oh, I said it again. There it is, folks. On air. No, there it is. Mad Max. Zero days since we last mentioned it. There we go. Yeah. Uh, right on air, Max. Anyway, I thought that'd be fun to mention. Here's a quick thing. Yeah, um, we sure. got a request, a text from a listener, TYVM. Been around for a while. No, that's thank you very much. <laughs> oh. That's weird. I rewrote it so that I wouldn't, so I would say it right and not screw it up and try to pronounce it because he sent it lowercase TYVM as one word. Mm-hmm. I, you think that's what he meant? Was just thank you. Very yeah, much? It's thank you very much is the the usual abbreviation for well, shit. TYVM. All right. Uh, so whoever this is, I don't know your real name. Like, <laughs> we we're going to call you Tivum. Tivum. Sorry, Tivum. Hey, Tivum. Here's your deal. Uh, he said this. Can you please make a bumper audio clip of Brian's AI Tina voice saying thank you, Brian? But the princess is in another castle. Uh, good news. Thank you, Brian. But the princess is in another castle. I did it. I made it. Excellent. Yeah, I don't know what that means or why why he asked for that. Uh, I mean, do you want to? I don't know. I don't. Why? Why would you say yeah. I'm sorry, Brian? But the wait, wait how would it go? Hold on. Thank you, Brian. Thank- but the princess is in another castle. I understand is the reference. The, is that the actual phrase? Is it "Thank you, Mario," but the prince is another castle, or is it? Uh, prince. I thought there was more to that. No. No, yeah. I think you're right. In another, ca- I think you're absolutely right. Um, yeah. Okay, let's so, find the thank quote. Thank you, Mario, but our princess is another castle. For some reason, I I might have been saying that thing wrong. Uh, I always thought she said sorry, but yeah, I'm, I thought so too. Okay, yeah. But I think yeah. I may be wrong. Uh, it is thank you. Yeah, thank you, Mario. But our prince, there's the there's a screenshot of the page right there. Yep. Oh, but our princess is in another castle. Oh, boy, I say it wrong every time. Our princess is another castle. Yeah. yeah. This is one I have. I She's have. not my princess. I didn't <laughs> vote for her. <laughs> There's a great meme where Princess Peach is leaning on the shoulder of the other princess. What's her name? Um, the redhead from Daisy. Donkey Kong. Daisy. He's leaning on her, giggling, going, he's not even in the right castle. <laughs> <laughs> I like that That's meme. That's awesome. It's pretty good. Yeah. Well, anyway, we it's don't. All, know. It's another reminder that I need to watch that. It's been on streaming on you know on uh, Peacock streaming for like a month and a half, and I still haven't watched the Super Mario movie. I haven't either. I meant yeah. to. I want to. Yeah. 
I want to as well. I think we even have you and I have like 4K versions sent by a friend or something. By a secret. Yes, we do. Complex yes. friend, you know. We do. We <laughs> absolutely. A, yeah. A rip. Yep. Uh, we'll call him Rip Torn, and uh, we'll call him Rip. He sends us cool things. Thank you, Rip Torn. Who is a better Rip? Rip Torn or Rip Taylor? Oh shit! Probably Rip Torn because the Torn. <laughs> yeah, but. You know, Rip Torn had some issues. Oh, he definitely yeah, had yeah, issues. Yeah. Like as far as Rip be- Taylor like, was a- just always like Gong Show, throwing confetti, running around with his cheesy mustache. Yeah, that's true. And if you're so, if your thing is like who is the better human, maybe Rip Taylor. Uh, Rip Torn, no, that's just a badass name. Rip Torn, like Rip Torn. It is a badass name. It's it's uh, yeah. Name I like it when your the first name relates to the last name, except I, in the I case of uh, Dick Trickle. That yeah. one is a, a, a bad example of. Uh, and his real name was Elmore Rural Torn Jr. So Torn is his real last name. Huh. Uh, the Rip was. What, his, what was the rest? What was the rest of the name? Elmore Elmore Rural R U A L or Rural Rural. I don't know how you say that. So name. here, so uh, Rip Taylor's real name was Charles Elmer Taylor Jr. Mm. So I wonder if Rip was Rip a, a somehow a shortening of Elmer or Elmore. Oh, maybe. Uh, Is that a? I don't know. Let's see. Rip. He was this. <laughs> this is funny, dude. So, Rip Taylor was born in 31 in Temple, Texas. He's the son of Elmore Tiger Torn. <laughs> His dad's name was Tiger. Wow. Uh, Thelma Mary Torn was the mom, but she didn't have a middle okay. name or a middle, uh, uh, a cool nickname. Uh, I can't find, I can't find origin of Rip, but that would be funny. Kind of like how Jack and John are somehow the same. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, do you, <laughs> and on their gravestones, do you put Rip, Rip Taylor? Right, rip, right. Rip, rip. <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace, rest in peace, Torn. <laughs> exactly. That's fantastic. Anyway, let's move on. We have news. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's news. There's news. news. We got to spread the news far and wide. Let's do it. Stan. That's the wrong thing. I don't watch the news. Yeah, you don't. It's the news, and it's brought to you by. Brought to you by Soundography. We talked about this show a ton, like, uh, months ago, it feels like. Certainly weeks ago. Uh, Finally, finally, it's uh, available for listening. Uh, It's probably going to be one of our most controversial episodes of Soundography yet. It's all about the band Kiss. Why does Brian hate Kiss so damn much? Find Mm. out by listening to Soundography.com. And I don't really hate Kiss that much. Well, that was my question. Is this a real, is this an admission of hatred of Kiss? Or do you not really hate Kiss? I guess I don't really hate Kiss, but I, I hate aspects of Kiss. Yeah. I, I greatly, like, yeah, yeah. I like the the you know their groundbreaking. You know, you cannot argue with their their ability to promote and market themselves. And yeah, some of their music is really good and catchy and awesome. But when you start listening to the rest of it, the songs that didn't get on the radio, uh it's pretty bad. Uh, it's pretty no, bad. We got and, team. We got team gibbet in effect here. I completely agree with this. Okay. Take. All right. Good. Yeah. Good. I've. I've. I've yeah. And I've been to. 
I've been I've been to the town and back with Kiss. I've been to concerts. I've bought a yeah. bunch of their shit. I had their dolls for a while. I love that weird I TV still have show. their damn dolls. I have them over there in the other room right there. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to introduce them to the Spice Girls. Not a chance. No. Don't hell want, no. Yeah. You love them Spice Girls. You don't want to enter. You don't want Gene do. Simmons I, I, in the well, same room. I don't room. want my Kiss dolls to take them out of the box and have their way with them <laughs> is my problem. I feel like after listening to all the Kiss music, I know exactly... You know, it's all about getting into the box, the yeah. Kiss songs. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I don't want, I want to keep those Spice Girls uh, mint in box, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, know I guess exactly that's really what just mean. what I mean, mint in box. Yeah, mint in box is exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, don't don't let Gene... Or, also, it's uh, a good way to get a yeast infection. Yeah, Gene should not be near anyone. That's my take. Yeah, yeah. Take him yeah. out of the oh, picture. Oh, gosh, yeah, keep him, keep him far away. Yeah, Paul Stanley, you know, he seems all right, but yeah. Yeah. Gene Simmons, F, F that. <laughs> I'm glad Peter he quit. Chris. Yeah, Peter Chris. What's his deal? And that uh, the space man. Oh yeah. man. Uh, when Gene Simmons was a third grade teacher, uh, which is always the big trivia you hear about him, mm-hmm. I always think, well, aren't we all glad that he didn't hang around? And keep doing that. I'm glad. <laughs> I don't know because maybe that you know that kept him in check for a while. I like kept him uh, maybe. Uh, the- it wasn't until he left that and decided to become a rock star that he, you know, he went off the deep end. He may not have had that. He may not have had that in him until he became a, a rocker. It'd be fun to talk to someone who was a student in his third grade class. Yeah, that's. I'd like around. to talk to someone who was a student of uh, Sting. Oh, Sting taught. I didn't know that. Sting was a teacher. Yeah. What was it? What was his? Uh, Gordon Sumner. His teaching. Um, Mister. Mister. What did Mister Sumner teach? Do we know? Uh, let's see. That's a good question. I love I love this. I love it when uh, teachers are like, oh, I'm going to help the next generation of people be educated. Oh, I got to be a rock star. Elementary today. English from 1974 to 1976. Wow. All right. <laughs> tantric, tantric algebra. <laughs> oh, geez. Here's, tantric algebra. Here's a theorem that'll last three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, uh, wait, That's when did... the whole don't stand so close to me feels like it's a... Uh, like there's a little bit of it's not just about uh, Lolita, but it's about you know maybe personal experience or something. When did he when did he found the police or <clears throat> co-found it? Do you know when that I think happened? He's Seventy mid seventies, so probably while he was. So we'll um, cross over there and things took off yeah, or whatever. I would okay. believe it. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Uh, all right, well let's get to the story. We got a Canadian in the news. Canada. Uh, a Canadian man. Uh, eight hundred and thirty-five Cal- Carolina Reapers, uh, you know the peppers, the hot peppers. Yeah, in yeah. one sitting. Let's Jeez. let's see let's see what they define as one sitting. In one shitting is what that would be for me. <laughs> and he got rid of them in one shitting. Just right that. through me. Thank you. Yep. Yes. One sitting, one shitting. Uh, burn in, burn out. Canadian man ate fifty of the world's hottest chili peppers in a record-breaking six minutes and forty-nine point two seconds. I'd call that a sitting. That's pretty short. Mm-hmm. And then went on to eat 85 more, so 135 total. Wow. Vegan oh, speed gosh. eater. He's a vegan speed eater. Mmm. Speed eater, I like to say. Vegan speed eater. Vegan speed eater. <laughs> Mike Jack is his name. That's cool. <laughs> so, Forget about Rip Torn. That's cool. Yeah, Mike Jack. It's like a... He's like a... <laughs> <laughs> Something that'll help fix your car and broadcast yeah, at yeah. the same time. Yeah, yes. I love it. Mike Jack took on the Guinness World Book Record or Book of World Records for the fastest time to eat fifty Carolina Reapers, which averaged one point six four million Scoville units per pepper. Ooh. Yeah. Not total. That's per pepper. That's hundreds of times hotter than jalapeno peppers. 
Jalapeno. Well, only they stack. I think once you hit, once you eat the first one, really your mouth is just on fire, and you just kind of keep eating, right? It's not like, yeah. like, oh, I, my third one increased the heat, you know, by three, and the fourth one increased heat by four. I figure it's like, you know, once you once you eat that first one, and your mouth is flaming. It's really just a time issue. It's just getting the rest of it yeah. down. Because your capacity, your capacity is maxed, right? Yeah, exactly. Your exactly. your ability to feel whatever that is, the pain or whatever, is already right. at whatever right. its maximum is. So it doesn't doesn't matter. And the trick, by the way, with those, uh, like if you're eating hot wings and stuff like that, yeah, try not to let it touch your lips. Like, like open your mouth. Like get get uh, get the the uh, hot wing meat with your teeth and keep it away from your lips because your lips are going to feel the sensitivity a lot more than than the inside of your mouth you can you know sure you can get by with that but if they get if it gets on your lips that's where that's where it's pain man. have you ever done the, one of these contest things i have not mm. but uh i've borne witness to uh both my crazy neighbor and my son doing mm. the uh, Quaker steak and lube, uh, hot pepper cha- or hot uh, wing challenge. That's a famous and getting one. and getting the T-shirt and getting their picture on the wall of uh, wall of flame. So same um, day they did it at the same time. Uh, no, oh. after crazy neighbor did, Tristan said I could do that, and he oh. did it uh, the, the following weekend. I was happy because it meant I could go to uh, Quaker Steak and Lube a couple times in a row, and that place used to be really good. We used to have them in Denver. No more. No, they're not there anymore. No, no, no. They used to be. Years, they used to be on uh, Man versus Food all the time. I'm sure they were. Yeah, that place. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how it didn't uh, didn't survive because it's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always heard good things. We never got one here, but always heard they yeah. were good. Uh, well, so this guy he finished his fiftieth yeah. pepper. Oh, I was gonna yeah, say I I've, I've never done one of these either, but my uh, my wife did that one in that place, and she became. They had a wall, and they had it separated by gender. So the wall was like, here are all the women who have accomplished it. Here are all the men who have accomplished it. Or no, it was one... No, that's not what it was. It, it became kind of about gender because of what Kim did. But basically, it was one wall, and it was like a wall of flame kind of thing. <laughs> and there was another... That's what it was. There was another wall that was all the failures. People who got halfway oh, gotcha. or couldn't okay. finish or whatever. And it's yeah, a lot of... The wall of shame kind of thing. Yeah. That's har- horrible. Like to, to make fun of people who couldn't do it. Oh. I, I agree. It seemed a little egregious. Yeah. And they all look yeah. like they were crying, even though they're not. It just looked like that when you're that... When you get hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the tears streaming down their face. Yeah. But it was but it was this badge of honor for a while because while that place exists, I don't think they're around anymore. Kim was the only woman on their wall to ever do it wow yeah wow the only one but she was Jeez, weird man for we, her. we took her out that day she did it on a dare from one of taylor's friends this is the kind of side momming she used to do <laughs> and she she got into this mode i've never seen her like yeah. this since or before yeah. where she yeah. went tunnel vision With focus yeah didn't right. talk to anybody didn't say a word just went and ate 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 didn't say anything didn't say anything when she was done was there, there was a time limit i'm guessing there was, and she she yeah. got the time limit, and then when she was done, she sat back, and they gave her the milk and the stuff, and she drank some of that, but she wasn't going, ah, rah, yeah. you know, or talking yeah. or any of that. She just was like this stoic thing, and the whole way in the car on the way home, same yeah. thing, stoic face, didn't make really? a thing, and I asked her about it later. I'm like, why were you doing all that? She says, it's the only way I could do it. I had to compartmentalize the entire experience, mm-hmm. like some kind of zen thing where she had to be outside of the box and and watch it happen sort of thing 
yeah. I can't do that shit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> really? Because I'm, I'm starting to get an idea for TMS Vegas 2024. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the worst part about this show is every everything we talk about has the potential yeah. of ending up on the streets exactly. of Vegas. Exactly. It's like, Florida man does something incredibly horrible and, and dangerous. You know, we could do that for TMS Vegas. <laughs> oh, man. We'll have to see. I just found out that's Carter. I, told, oh, I didn't find out. I knew this, but it didn't strike me until yesterday that it's Carter's birthday that week. That literally that oh, day. Oh, that, that uh, yeah. The May first, 1st, I May think. 1st. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to try to beg her to come and then everybody can give her a hard time while she's down there. Oh, for sure. I, I've been trying to get Tristan to come to those two, so... Oh, that'd be fun. Be, and then you could, have, get our, they could pro- co- our progeny. Yeah, and they could they could score <laughs> something, please. Brian. They could stand on each side of something with scorecards and, and do the whole... <laughs> Tristan hated that. Did he? he hated he, that yeah. so much. Carter didn't yeah. like it either. They need, Neither of them liked it, but I think we could make them do it, you know? Oh, uh, Carter has a question in the chat room. Dad, what's my birthday? Oh, shit. Is it the... I thought it was the... Carter, if that's your birthday weekend... <laughs> <laughs> you got on. three choices. I'll tell you that. You uh, got uh, a thirty-three percent chance of getting it right, knowing the dates that we've got our event. Well, it's clearly not May first, or else clearly not May first. So yeah. really, now you got a fifty-fifty shot of getting it on the second guess. How many days are there in April that that month? Well, I'm not going to tell you because that'll help you too much. All right, her birthday is April twenty-ninth. <laughs> Chat or Carter? Is it? Is it, is it Carter? Yeah, what we have it? to wait. We have to wait. Oh, I love this. The, Let's see. The pressure. Worst dad ever. Thanks, Claire. Come on, Carter. Where is it? What is it? Confirmation. I'm waiting for it. Oh, she just oh said no, wow. She said wow. Well, I don't oh, know what no, that means. She said wow. It's not. Is it's it the twenty? Not. It's the twenty eighth, thirtieth. I don't remember this shit. Oh man. Kim reminds me as we get closer and then I then I do stuff. That's how it works. That's terrible, I know. It's in my calendar. It's like phone numbers. I don't know Kim's phone number. <laughs> I don't know her just my the, wife's number. It's just in my phone. So I never know her number. I just know that I have it. Yeah. Tristan was ready to give me some shit. We were in uh when we were in Vegas at that magician's um magician study. By the way, again, could not recommend that thing more. Even if you're just kind of like, yeah, I kind of like magic. Even if it's like, yeah, I kind of like it. Um, go, go Get some tickets and go see this thing. You've got to get on their mailing list to get tickets and then request them. And it's like a whole, it's a whole uh, thing, but it is 100% worth it. I say that because I'm not the one who actually procured our tickets, but oh. 100% worth all the effort that somebody else went through <laughs> so that I could attend. Sure. But when I got called up on stage and have a knife thrown at me, um, uh, the the magician was talking to me and and said, oh, is that? Uh, uh, do you know the person you're sitting next to him? He's like, yeah, he's my boy. He's like, oh, that's cool. How long have you two been together? I said, <laughs> his whole life, he's my son. <laughs> he's like, oh, okay, my boy. So we've been together uh, 26 years, and I kind of look at Tristan like it's 26, right? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah you got to clear. You have to be sure. Sure. See, I always remember that. I remember her her year. You know. Yeah. I just yeah. don't remember dates. That's Kim's job to do that. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, it'll be fun if she goes. Yeah. I hope she'll go. I don't. There's no reason for her not to go, except our dogs. Yeah. But we'll figure that out. Yeah, exactly. it is nice right. having can, her around. You can find somebody to watch the dogs. Yeah, we did that in. Uh, you know, you take you take uh, uh, Taylor's dogs all the time. Taylor's dog all the time. Why can't they ever take your dogs? Well, she hasn't had a dog in. They, oh really? Yeah, I thought, they, I thought they, they had a dog. No, they 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 found a friend who took Izzy 
when the baby when gotcha. Van was born. Oh, because Izzy wasn't dealing well with yeah. the baby, right? Yeah. yeah. So no, they haven't had him for like four years now, or three years, three and a half years. <laughs> but you're still not wrong. <laughs> you know, right? Exactly. Because we still did and, do it a lot. You're right. Yeah, but now they've got a new baby excuse. Like now the van's four. It's like they could say, "All right, well, yeah, you guys could take the dog now." Yeah. But uh, but nope. now that they have a new baby, oh. Ding. The baby defense. The baby defense yep. re-enabled. Yep. Reactivated. Yep. Turn that switch right back on. Yeah. Well, anyway, this guy's okay. He lived. Good. He, he okay. lived. Uh, he said the yeah, initial... I'm not yeah. suggesting, by the way, that we eat Carolina Reaper peppers. I'm just saying maybe during our live show, TMS Vegas live show, yeah. maybe we uh, we have a hot wing challenge or something. We could try something. It may we'll wreck see. us. We'll see. There's a lot of time between now and then for us to come up with something better. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what we do. Um, give me enough gummies. I could probably eat your wings. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, yeah. he, he, by the way, said the second one, second pepper didn't seem so bad. And with each one, it gets hotter and hotter as the peppers touch new oh, places in your mouth. Really? Says. Yeah. Okay. So he, so first one, crazy. It's funny because that's, that's kind of the opposite of what I was saying. I'm like, okay, but I guess so. Like as it's really just as you're chewing the, the, Capsaicin works its way into other places in your oh, face gosh, and starts dang. burning. That sounds yeah. awful, doesn't it? The way you described yeah. it, just squeezing little capsaicin <laughs> particles in your like you're like right there into, into every pore and everything like that. Oh, TV's Travis says uh, he'll do a hot ones challenge for us. Well, that'd be fun. Actually, I'll talk to you again post show uh, in our meeting today. I'll put in the notes, but I uh, had an idea based on something that uh, Travis said yesterday. All right. Uh, he and I were talking on Discord and uh, came up with an idea, and I'm like, oh, this might make an, a thing for TMS Vegas. So. Okay. All right. The ideas are flowing, baby. Yeah. A woman in Disney or went, went to Disney and had a real problem. So she's now suing them over what she called, or what the news is calling, a painful wedgie. After riding a water slide. Now, Ooh, yeah. this is I way bet, well, worse. I mean, there's only one there. No, I guess there are two there. All right. It's way worse than a painful wedgie, but we'll get to that. I oh, don't know really? why they okay. keep headlining all it right. as a painful wedgie, and that's all it was, because that sounds like a frivolous lawsuit. Oh, I had a wedgie. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sue you. It's way, it's way worse than that. But anyway, the most magical place on earth was anything but for a woman in Florida, according to a lawsuit anything filed but. Wednesday. Anything but. Oh, I see what they did. I don't even think they did that. I think... Uh, because they would have put B-U-T-T, I think. I think yeah. that would have slipped by. Either that or the, yeah, the writer was like, I, I bet I can get this in if I'm real careful. Yeah, maybe, maybe, okay. Disney yeah. World has yet to use that slogan on its resort gates when Emma McGinnis uh, visited the Typhoon Lagoon Park in 2019. But the tagline, uh. where dreams come true, proved just as questionable when McGinnis's suit claims she suffered severe injuries on the humunga cowabunga slide. <laughs> It's right there in the name. Yeah. The Humunga Cowabunga. I agree. Have you ever been on that? No, no, I've never been to Typhoon Lagoon. That's the one that's down in Florida. That's one of their um their bazillion Disney World parks and uh So it's like California Adventure in California, but it's it's like a little add-on, right? Like an add-on park or whatever, like connected. Yeah, park. it's like it's right. Not as like it's just specifically a water park. Got it. Um not as opposed to like it's basically um, you know, them absorbing a wet and wild and turning it into a Disney thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, McGinnis says she was celebrating her 30th birthday with a ride on the aquatic attraction, a five-story drop into a pool. When she became airborne, she was slammed down uh, downward against the slide, according to the Ooh. complaint. 
She said there was so much force of water uh, that her clothing was forced between her legs in a, quote, painful wedgie, unquote, and that water was violently forced inside of her. Oh, my God. Into Jeez. her and into into tunnel one and tunnel two. I regret saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I regret saying Yeah, it. gotcha. Yeah, uh, I don't okay. want to yeah. say any of that ever again. Uh, the pain yeah. continued after landing in the pool, and as she stood up, blood became, uh, be- became rushing from between her legs. She oh, was hospitalized geez. for permanent bodily injury and vaginal lash- lacerations. It added the complaint further stated that her bowel protruded through her abdominal wall in a hernia. See what okay, I mean I've about a really being a good idea. There's a lot a really good idea for TMS. Oh Vegas. shit! Don't no more ideas for <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> to, the intake valve must be turned off right now for any more Vegas ideas. <laughs> we're uh, gonna ride the. We're gonna find the Al my bunga uh, slide <laughs> in uh, Vegas. And uh, Al my bunga. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't laugh. No, she, no, it's uh, horrible. It's, uh, she's, okay, she's okay now. She's okay now. But, I think uh, so. Wow. I mean, they they say permanent bodily injury. I don't know what that means, but uh, mm. the the she's looking for fifty grand in damages. After hearing the description of everything that went down, mm-hmm. I no longer a it shouldn't just be called a painful wedgie. Hello, that's yeah. way underselling yeah. this. It's such a. Uh, like it's such a uh, uh, understatement for a headline for the Huffington Post, which, man, I mean, yeah, geez. yeah, and they, there's a whole thing that, in the- that that ride treated her like a prison bitch, is what the uh, headline should be, <laughs> oh, <geez>. basically. <laughs> it did indeed, and had no remorse when it was done. Yeah, um, because of their particular anatomy, the risk of injury for a woman says her lawyer is far greater than it is for a man, uh, which is stated in the complaint. They're seeking fifty grand. I actually think this is maybe a fair lawsuit. Yeah, for sure. For if this sure. is what your ride does to somebody, whatever the mitigating circumstances are. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, fifty and, grand and is again, not a permanent lot. Permanent bodily injury, you know. Again, yeah, it's and like, fifty uh, grand is nothing. That's nothing. Reconstruction or something. Yeah, whatever. and here in America, what, fifty got, grand, fifty grand for whatever power washed off her body, basically. Exactly. If you're going to skin a woman alive, fifty grand's not a lot of money. And Disney, you have plenty. Yeah. So help that lady out. Good exactly. lord. Exactly. Jeez. Uh, one final story here. Um, auto technicians in the news. That's a fun. That's a fun thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be my own auto technician today or tomorrow. One of the uh, today or tomorrow and. Uh, Replace my front brakes and rotors Ooh. on the Kia Soul of Love. So not just pads, but brakes themselves. Well, the brake pads and rotors. Oh, yeah. okay. What is the yeah. rotor? I don't even know what that is. What is the that's rotor? the the disc that the brake grabs onto in oh, your car that you put the pad on. That you put the pad on exactly. Gotcha. So that's the thing that rotates around with the wheel and the. Well, no, you put the pads on the brakes on the inside right. of the brakes, the calipers. Right. And but there's this disc that sits between the pads the pads come together grab the the disc the rotor right, right. and uh you ever done these before first time nope nope yep first time Psh, you'll just i've done brake pads before i've never done a rotor but but i totally watched a youtube video so i totally can do it myself yeah i played uh um, auto mechanic simulator 2018 i know what's up <laughs> I know how to do a it's, rotor. It's really, I mean, you know, if you could replace, the, the pads apparently are the more difficult part of it. I looked, it's like, oh, it is really just unscrew these things, put the new rotor on, screw it back in. You might need an impact uh, screwdriver, but that's about it. These are good and, man uh, points, though, that you get for this. You get good man yeah. points. Yeah. Heck yeah. I had, so the only man points I get for car stuff is I've done oil changes. I've done 
um, oil filter change, obviously. Uh, uh, oh, you've oh. done the oil change where you get into the car and like uh, drip out all the oil oh, into yeah. a pan? Yeah, I did that a bunch of times with my dad. I've never done that. See, that's cool. It's For actually me, pretty twenty nine ninety nine at the Jiffy Lube is a fine price to pay to have somebody else do that. Totally. This was my dad yeah. going, I'm cheap, so get under there, boy. That was that. Yeah. But $600 to replace brakes and rotors. Uh, that's, that's that's it. A that's lot, like that that is a lot. And that's like that's you know, I'll be done in 45 minutes or an hour maybe. And you're going to spend yeah. what? 60 bucks or something on hardware? Yeah. Yeah, okay. if that. I'll I'll yeah, I mean the the new rotors cost 120 for the pair. Mm. Uh, brake pads, I have a lifetime warranty on the set I got, so those basically I've already paid for, and I just get new ones anytime I need them. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah, you got that. This is going to be a breeze for you. Exactly. Well, exactly. Uh, speaking of other auto technicians, they found an yes. eight foot boa constrictor inside a Ford Focus, of all things. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's kind of a small car for a big boa constrictor. A technical or a technician at Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, a car dealership, got the surprise of his life when he opened the hood of a Ford Focus and found an eight foot serpent inside. Uh, that serpent said, "Eat the apple, Eve." No, not really. <laughs> Beach automotive technician Tony Galley, Golly, something like that, was getting sure. ready uh, to work on the car in a non-snake related issue. Um, <laughs> it says here that was an actual quote from the local news. I think this this article writer wanted to make sure he wasn't accused of yeah. a cheesy line. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, that's not my joke. That's somebody else's. But yeah. it. But you know, he's also saying that it was. A fix that was not necessitated by whatever this boa constrictor was on, right. in, or around. Right. Right? Like, it's, yeah. Non-snake related. That's right. Um, I, this is my favorite part, and this is why I love the U.S. South, because this stuff can still happen. Yeah. How they dealt with it was they got a local snake wrangler named Russell Cavender, known as the Snake Chaser. <laughs> uh, he was called in to remove this massive albino uh, boa. Well, that must have been shocking. Big white snake oh, in there. No kidding. Then you, yeah. if you see a white snake in your car, you're obligated to shut the hood, get on the hood, and then sing a white snake song. That's, That's correct. Yes, or, or just phone uh, Tony Katane, who will do it for you. She'll totally do it for you. Well, she, it's like 30 bucks on a cameo to get her to do it. So if she she was in that video, right? Yeah. She okay. Was. was she also, she's also on the cover of the Rat album I thought was awesome. Oh, sure. Okay. Yep. Same girl. She was Same just. Girl. Her whole life was let me hang around hair bands, right? Kind of, yeah. Or or be in uh, in the movie Bachelor Party with Tom Hanks, be mm. you know Tom Hanks' love interest, yeah, <laughs> wife to be in Bachelor Party, yeah. R.I.P. I guess she died last year or something. Oh, twenty twenty one. Yeah, sure enough, or a couple years. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he says I have found many things under hoods of cars: uh, possums, squirrels, rats, even some snakes, but never an eight foot albino boa constrictor. It's a pretty interesting morning said the guy. Mm. Well, I agree. Yeah. Also, I think boa constrictors are cool, and I think albino I snakes too. are also cool. Actually, I think albino everything is cool. Yeah, yeah. You know? Agreed. I was Agreed. I was not raised to think albino was something. Like, if, if a person was an albino person, and other <laughs> kids would tease him, I would go, why are we doing you that? Would, this is like having an defend, alien. Right, exactly. Yeah, I want to yes. defend. They're like, they're like, so unique. Why would you want to ruin that? Yeah, you know, because you're never going to meet another one. I don't think I have. I knew a kid in junior high who was albino. <clears throat> never known anyone since. Why would I've you want never, to blow that? Uh, yeah, I've never, uh, to my knowledge, never known 
uh, someone, uh, an albino. Is, Part- that, is that the uh, calling them an albino? That just feels like it does seem weird. It's like saying ginger. Yeah. 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 I don't like it. We should have a like better way of saying a, it. But you don't, know, a person, a person of al, al, albino. <laughs> albino <Yes>. descent. <laughs> Exactly, a person with uh, yeah. What's the phrasing? How do you, you know what? It? I'll just call him a person wider than me. Somehow, how about that? There we go. Exactly. Somehow, By the way, they're wider. Tony Katane was with O.J. Simpson for a year while he was married to uh, Nicole Brown Simpson. No, I did not. I'd forgotten if that came up, and I'm sure it did come up in the, the you know during all the kerfuffle. That's uh, something I don't remember during all of the Cato Kalin talk. Apparently, I, I missed. Uh, Tony Katane being with uh, OJ. I had no idea. The, my, my only real long-term exposure was that Rat album cover was on my wall, and I thought she was a hottie in it because mm-hmm. I was young and stupid. Um, and she was pretty, but, you know, I was just a yeah. horny teenager, whatever. I mean, um, yeah, there's nothing stupid about finding an attractive woman attractive. No, uh, that's true. Um, but the only other experience was, like, that Dr. Drew rehab thing. I remember she was on that. Oh right, yes. She was a real mess yeah. on that. So she did. Yeah, she went through some rough, rough times. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, it was bad. Mm. Anyway, uh, let's move on to uh, a break. Let's take a break. Take a break. When we come back from the song break, we will uh, welcome to the show one Amy Robinson, aka Red Fraggle. She's here for read this, and we're excited to hear what she's brought. Apparently, it's a real as as I've been saying lately, a real humdinger. Oh, excellent. Um, yeah. Ooh, can't wait. Ever since Bull Durham, I can't stop saying humdinger. So. I think Amy also has some things to say about Dr. Drew, by the way. Oh. Which I'm curious I can, I'm curious to hear. I am I very curious to hear. I don't know anything about, other than those times I listened to Loveline with uh, Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla and Ricky Rocket. Was that a guy's name? Who's the third guy? They was had a third, a third guy, guy on for that. a while, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wasn't there the whole time, though? I think it was a brief. Oh, I thought he was. I, I thought he was. I thought uh, it may have started like that was his show, but Drew and and uh, and uh, Corolla took, took over. Took yeah. over or Rackman, kinda... Ricky Rackman. That's Rackman. It, I see that's it. Wasn't he a rock and roll dude, Ricky Rackman? No, no. I think he was just. Uh, I think <clears throat> he was just there really to answer the phones and be snarky when you know uh, Doctor Drew answered people's questions yeah and apparently poorly according to uh amy which we'll find out let's get to our let's get to our uh uh, indy in the middle here yeah why not and uh oh he was he says he was an mtv guy oh headbangers ball host not a rock like oh that's why yeah yeah. Yeah, he's the host and he and he he seemed like he seemed like a guy that wishes he was in rock and roll, but instead he was a host of a show That's, about it. Okay, yeah, I'd, I'd forgotten about that. I, I just didn't think he'd been like an actual band member or something. Sure, sure. Um, hey, let's go. Let's go to Chicago, Scott, and okay. uh, a we'll band called La Rosa Noir. Um, these talk about your your interesting combinations. We like the surf music, right? Um, we like you know Dick Dale and stuff like that. What if we made it uh, dark? Dark Dick Dale. I like I like Dark the Triple D. Dark Dick Dale. Yeah, the Triple. It's my favorite Triple D. Sorry, uh, Fieri. I like tri- that. This Triple D is more fun. This so, is yeah. a much much more fun Triple D. But don't worry, we can see your Triple D anytime we want <laughs> just by turning on the Food Network. Yeah. Um, this is a brand new single from La Rosa Noir. It uh, combines dark and dreamy surf tones and heavy heartfelt lyrics. Brand new single is called Red Motorcycle. It's just a single. No mention of an upcoming album, but I'm sure it's coming. Here's La Rosa Noir.
People who use asbestos cement siding report with satisfaction. I place the wiener. And we're back, everybody. Tell me who that was again. Sure, that's the band Dark Dale. No, it's not. That's the band La Rosa Noir and their brand new single, Red Motorcycle. Nice. So I'm looking up Ricky Rackman just for funsies. Yeah, um, yeah. Looks like he's doing all right. I don't think I ever know what the guy looked like. Like, the only Headbangers Ball host, I hate to say it, that I knew was uh, Adam Curry. Uh, Oh, oh, the, um, like, VJ type? Um, Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think. I think I kind of liked downtown Julie Brown for a while. Oh, I mean, but she wasn't Headbangers Ball. She no. was just your... Oh, did Adam Carolla? I didn't know... Or not Carolla. Adam... Uh, Adam Curry was Curry? Uh, was Headbangers Ball, I thought. Yeah. Oh, all right. I didn't know that. I feel like I only ever saw Headbangers Ball toward the end and then some of that MTV... Yo! MTV Raps business. I saw some mm-hmm. of that. <laughs> yeah, yo. Kevin Seal from 87 to 88. Adam Curry from 88 to 90. Ricky Rockman from 90 to 95. Vanessa Warwick in Europe only. Jamie Jasta, Jose Ming. Uh, the none of these names are doing anything for me. No, they're not really working. No. Oh, okay. So here's the timeline: August '93 to January '96. Rackman co-hosted the radio advice program Love Line with Dr. Drew Pinsky before being joined by Adam Carolla in '95. So '93 to '95, it was just Rackman and just Pinsky. the two of them, and then they brought in Carolla. Then came in Carolla. Then it says the trio hosted it together until Rackman decided to leave and pursue other ventures in January of '96. And from okay. then on, I think Loveline was just uh, the, those two chuckleheads, and that's where it became yeah. big. It's yeah. no, it's no yeah. shade on Rackman. God, they, yeah. Man, they, they had a huge long uh, <laughs> list of hosts of this thing that I never even heard about. Uh, Striker, don't remember anybody. Striker, Michael Catherwood, Catherwood, Simone Bien, Amber Rose, Chris Donahue. Oh, yeah, the more recent stuff. So, Corolla yeah. was so 05. When, when did Pinsky stop? 2016. So, so the one commonality was mostly wow. Pinsky. Yeah. Um, but since then, 2016 is Amber Rose, like you said, Chris Donahue. And then there, the show existed from 83 to 93. So, 10 years prior, it was hosted by a guy named Jim Trenton. Jim Trenton, huh? Uh, wow! The creator, the creator of Love Line. Interesting. No one gives that guy any credit. No, uh, uh-uh. it's weird how that works. Nicknamed the poor man. Well, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds about right, doesn't it? Yeah. Um. All right. Red Fraggle cool. three incoming. Yeah. We're waving yeah. her in. We're we're uh, we're letting her know she can land. That's right. Flag her in with our with our glowing batons of. Flaggage. Of flaggage. One of the things that I enjoy also is reading. Well, well, well. It must be that time of the month. Welcome to the show, Red Fraggle 3, a.k.a. Ramey, oh Ramey Robinson. <laughs> I don't have that kind of time of the month anymore. Oh, because- that's good. That's good. I don't think it's fair that you guys had any of that. I don't think women should. Men don't understand. Every every month, women have to have like my, my I don't want to give stuff away here, but my my daughters, my wife, whatever. You'd see them being like pain and stuff every month. And I'm over here going, woo, I'm just a man. I don't have to worry about this shit. I don't think that's I don't think that's fair. Doesn't seem fair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then when you guys it, have kids, you got to go through so many things with the kids. You got the swollen feet and the weird blood sugar and the strange this and that, and then you got to push a human being 
out of your body. See, I don't know, Scott. It it is so difficult being a uh, cis white male. Sometimes I swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, will someone please feel for us Aww. because it's yeah, hard. Please, please, come on. Oh, bless your little pumpkin heart. It's so hard. <laughs> Oh, man, that's coming from a Southerner. You're in trouble now. That's right. Yeah, yeah when you right. hear bless my heart from... Uh... Uh, well, it's good to have you here, Amy. I know uh, I know. Uh, it's been a while since we've talked. So you had something to say about Dr. Drew before we got into things? Oh, my God. Dr. Drew is a misogynistic, victim-blaming prick. Oh, gosh. oh my Whoa. God. All right. I have nothing nice to say about this man. So, okay, I'm not going to I'm not gonna spend too much time here. I'm not going to dive too deep on this, I promise. Sure. But... Anyway, you guys know, like in 2011, like worst year ever for Amy, uh, you know, so my sister was killed. I had reporters like beating down my door right. and like, and then again, it happened, you know, at the, you know, when the trial happened, when he was actually arrested and all that stuff. And the Dr. Drew show was one of the people who wanted to interview me. Yeah. However, like it, it conflicted with 2020 and it was just it was a it was a mess and then they you know it was it was impossible to schedule With but the anyway 2020 the program not not uh not, not the year future yeah not Correct. the future year yes yeah 2020 the the the, the news, news magazine the, uh, program. Yeah. yeah yes exactly thank you um so anyway i was glad that the timing didn't work out because i heard the piece that they did about my sister mm-hmm. and they were horrible like Dr. Drew's talking about like, yeah, well, you know, don't fight in front of your kids. And cause like all the stuff that came out, you know, with my sister's case and everything, a lot of it is very sensational. There's a lot of like really raw audio because that's what he did. He would rile her up and he would gaslight her and, and just verbally abuse her to the point where she would get so frustrated. She'd start yelling and then he would push record <sighs> and then, you know, yes. like it was typical shit. Right. And so, and like, so Dr. Drew is talking about like, Oh, don't fight in front of your kids. Like as though it was like <sighs> the both the of them cause, doing yeah, this. Right. Yeah. And then like one of the women on his show, I don't even know what her name was, but she was a co-host of the show. Like mm-hmm. they played one of the clips from my sister, like literally saying, you know, like get off me, get the F off me, you know, like, cause he's physically holding her down. And you guys know, like my sister was my height, but like a third of my weight. Okay. Like she weighed like 90 pounds soaking wet. And this dude she was married to was like Scott's size. Right. Mm. So big, big dude and little bitty woman. And she's like screaming for her to, for, you know, for him to get off of her and let her out of the room and all this stuff. And this co-host of Dr. Drew, and I hold him responsible. It's his freaking show. Uh, she said, you know, oh my God, listen to her. I want to strangle her myself. Oh my gosh, dude. Oh, that makes me want to like, murder I was somebody. Like, F you guys. I, I, cause I had the, you know, the oh. scheduler's email cause we were trying to work out me getting on the show. And I was like, F yeah. you guys don't ever call me again. I'm glad I didn't go in your show. You guys suck. Yeah. Like, no, I was kidding. so angry. That I was is like, the most, so that's horrible. thing you could say. Oh that's, my God. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, look, I, I I'm of the firm opinion that anytime someone uh, is a doctor and their main way of making money is doing shit on the air, whether it's TV or radio, mm-hmm. I just automatically don't trust it. And I mm-hmm. I don't know why I feel that way. Right. I just don't. No, because well, I mean, you shouldn't. You feel like that is the that yeah, is their the goal is for 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 ratings, for money, whatever. It's not 
their first and foremost goal doesn't feel like it is to help patients. No, it feels like a complete yeah. breakage of the of the what's the thing? Uh, your the oath, Hippocratic oath, privilege, or yeah, the, the, the Hippocratic oath. So it's like it's yeah. like uh, him, Doctor Phil, who's not really even a doctor, right? Um, no, yeah, Doctor uh, Oz, Doctor Oz, all these guys don't trust any of that shit. Yeah, yeah. none of yeah. it mm-hmm. just comes up. I hear it and I go, uh huh. I don't care which way they lean. I don't care who they're rooting for. I don't give any. I don't care. It's just all. I know what you're doing. I see where your money comes from. F right off. That really pisses me off. So thanks for sharing it with us. Yes. <laughs> Katrina's carousel has it right. She says, uh, Dr. Drew needs to go down that water slide from the, the news story. <laughs> That's yes. right. Yes. That's great. An yes. uncomfortable wedgie. Let's do it. Let's get it going. Mm-hmm. Bare ass naked, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's get to uh, let's get to books. We got, I know you have a recommendation. Before we get to it, I want to throw one out that I barely started, but I just think it's a good one to recommend real quick for anyone who's trying to get a Halloween little bit piece of business on. Uh, somebody recommended to me a book called The Haunted Forest Tour, and uh, it's a fiction book about a um, – here's the short of it. It's uh, uh, out in the middle of the of the New Mexico desert on an occasion, for whatever reason, this all happens in the prologue, a giant five-mile-in-diameter forest jump pops up out of nowhere. And by nowhere, by popping up, I mean literally shooting through the ground, killing people, destroying homes – wrecking this little small town that happened to be in the middle of it just created this huge forest and now it's there years 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 later they figured out it's haunted with all kinds of supernatural creatures this all sounds kind of dumb but the way it's written it's done really well and uh they build a jurassic park style tour through the thing so that you're you go through on these very safe uh little enclosed trams but you can see absolutely wild mythical creatures everywhere trying to get into the tram, but they've built it in such a way that they can't get in. And then of course something goes wrong. That's the whole idea. It's been really fun so far. So if that sounds like a good time, uh, go check it out. It's the haunted forest tour. All right. That's my, uh, Oh, I should say who wrote it. It's written by, uh, Jeff strand is the name of the author. It's on Kindle unlimited. So if you have that, it's free. Um, if not, it's like 14 bucks or whatever and is on Amazon and all that stuff and has a really good review, uh, rating. So anyway, check it out. That's the haunted forest tour. All right. That sounds awesome. Thank you. I'm, I am like actually trying to keep track of my, Ooh, that sounds interesting. My TBR list, if you will. I had, I had kind of just a, a loose nebulous mental one floating around in my brain and now I'm actually like writing it down and keeping track of my TBR list now. So. I have been, has been as well. Yeah. I've been ever since your segment started. Actually, is about the time I started <laughs> being more serious about that, and and that's how I grabbed this. It was like I heard somebody mention it. I went, "Ooh, let me jot that down," and then went and checked mm-hmm. and said, "Oh, it's free for me because I have unlimited," yes. and I'm completely hooked sure. on it. And it's such yeah. a great little Halloween read. So. So yeah, cool. thanks, Amy. Th- well, Amy, I'm you're partially you, responsible for. I'm it. glad that you mentioned that because I wanted. I, I thought about it and I was like, "Dang, I really." It's October, and now I only get you know one a month. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was you like, gotta, oh, I feel like, scary, feel like yeah. I should do a. I feel <laughs> like I should do a, a Halloweeny thing, but I'm too excited about this book. <laughs> you could always do like your main book and then have a couple little side things like, oh yeah, also check out yeah. this and also check out that. I can put all those on on quicktms.li. So if you ever decide oh, cool. to do that, just let me know and I'll put them all on there. Yeah, I thought about that too because there was another book that was actually recommended by Wendy and I so I'll go ahead and just mention it here yeah. as well and we can put it on I'll send you the link for it. Yeah. Um but yeah, it was Wendy mentioned it, it was called You Will Find Your People. 
And when she mentioned it, I was like, ooh, because, you know, I too, I, I have always had a hard time with making friends and making like actual close connections, right? Like, because, you know, your f- friends' friends are the people who like, they don't run away when bad stuff happens to you. They're right, the yeah. people who run toward and say, hey, like, come let me help you, you know? Mm-hmm. And I haven't really had many of those. And so like, I've got my husband and, you know, and, and I love all you guys. And, and so I'm like, I'm, tr- you know, and, but it takes time. It takes time yeah. to build those connections. So when, when Wendy mentioned that book, I was like, oh, that sounds like, a, and it is, it's a really good book. And if, if you do audiobooks like I do, uh, it's read by the author. And again, you know how I feel about like authors reading their own stuff when it's nonfiction, sure. they're just talking to you. And she very much is just talking to you. And she's very, she's very relatable. And there's also some bits in there that are uh, like bonuses for the audiobook listeners that aren't on the regular book. And one of them was called like letters. I wish I could write my friends. And <laughs> it was hilarious. Cool. It was like, she was like, I wish I could have like a form letter. That's like, dear friend, you're being a giant dick, you know? <laughs> which just made me laugh. So anyway, it, awesome. but it, but it's Lane, really good. Lane Moore, by the way, is the author and Lane Moore, uh, yes. Lane Moore. And I've added it to quick TMS already. So it's already there. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. So that's my little, my little, uh, my little, aside, you know, my, my side recommendation. So cool. just to kind of, uh, further that recommendation from Wendy. So, and, and thank you, Wendy. So that's awesome. I do have you Claire, but like, I know, but you know, it's different. Like mm-hmm. it, yeah. it takes time. Like I do. And I love, I love you guys. I do. I love you, Claire. And I, you know, I love all my TMS friends and I, you know, but you know, it takes time to develop actual, like, deep connections where it's like the yeah. person you can call at two in the morning when you're having a panic attack or something like absolutely. that. Absolutely. Right? Like yeah. There's different levels you know? of it and it takes time to build that stuff. That is absolutely true. Yeah. You can't do it overnight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move and on. Like, like a lot of people, I kind of missed that boat. Like a lot of people develop those friendships, like when they're like in college or their early twenties. And I kind of missed that boat. Mm. You know, I had, I had a, you know, long story, but I, I was in the category of, eh, these aren't, these people aren't actually great for me during that period of time. Well, now here I am an adult with no friends, you know? So, um, well, a lot of the friends I had then I thought were friends. I don't barely talk to. So, you know, it's like when you're in high school, they couldn't be more important to you. These people around Mm -hmm. you. It's like, Oh, these people, what will I do without these people? I can't believe we're graduating. It's never going to be the same. No, we'll never leave each other. Ah, that was a bunch of horse shit. Of course you do. You barely see any of them. You might have occasional Facebook interaction with somebody you went to class with once, but none of those people I thought were so crucial stuck around, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I didn't either to them. So it's just kind of, that's just life's weird the way that works. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yep. It's, it's time, time marches on, but so speaking of this week's book, Mm -hmm. um, I have had, a vast non-zero number of people recommend me this book. Uh, even down to someone at Dragon Con came up to me and handed me like a bookmark, uh, which had a bunch of jokes in it that I didn't get because I hadn't read the book. And now I'm like, oh my God, this is actually really funny having read the book now. Um, so yeah. So with that in mind, um, here's the the clip. I have edited it for time. Okay. Um, so if it's, it's from the sample because I don't want to be spoilery, uh, but you know, I wanted you to kind of get the, 
picture of what's happening in a brief enough time to play it on the segment. So, all right, there you go. Here it is. Enjoy. The transformation occurred at approximately 2.23 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. As far as I could tell, pretty much anyone who was indoors when it happened was instantly killed. If you had any sort of roof over you, you were dead. That included people in cars, airplanes, subways, even tents and cardboard boxes. Hell, probably umbrellas too. Though, I'm not so sure about that one. In Seattle, we didn't have too much snow that night. But it was well below zero, which was unusually cold, even for January. I was outside, and I was wearing boxers, a leather jacket, and a pair of pink croc sandals that barely fit me. I was also holding a crying, scratching, squirming, and spitting cat named Princess Donut the Queen Anne Chunk. She was a tortoise-shell Persian cat worth more than I made in a year. My ex-girlfriend called her Princess Donut for short. I just stuck with Donut. <laughs> <laughs> it's an in, he has so, an inf- interesting affectation to his voice. Yeah, he really yeah. does. Know, but, right? but I'm hooked in totally yeah, because like of that voice. Yeah. I like it a lot. Right, right. So, okay. So, picture if you will. I I get this email that forwarded from Scott from a listener, uh, Ray Ray, right. Is who, who sent us the email, but I've, I've had numbers of people recommend me this book. It was not like Ray Ray was just like the last person who sent it and was like, I, I finally, I was like, okay, I hear you guys. I will read this book. And, uh, and so I had, I had a drive up to Nashville, uh, to go visit my son. Right. And it's about four hours. It's not it's not a terrible drive, but it's long enough to where you need something, you know, you need something nice and long. So I was like, cool, I've got this audiobook. The night before I was set to drive up there, I just had terrible insomnia. I couldn't sleep. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, I've got a new audiobook. I'll go ahead and just turn it on. And, you know, then if I sleep through it, I'll just start it over in the morning. No big deal. And then I, w- I was not prepared for the Patrick Warburton cadence (laughs) of this guy. And I'm just like, I'm sitting there like trying to sleep and I'm cracking up at this guy who's talking about like, I'm in boxers and a pair of pink crocs. (laughs) You know, I mean like, it's hilarious. Does he do this the whole book? Is it pretty consistent? Yes. Yes. He does it the entire book. That is his character's voice. Um, And so the name of the book is Dungeon Crawler Carl by Matt Dinneman uh, and is narrated by Jeff Hayes here. It is absolutely, it is a popcorn book. If you, you know, it's like there are, you know, there are popcorn movies where it's like, it's not something, it's not the Shawshank Redemption, right? It's not like winning any best picture awards or anything like that. This is not, you know, winning a Pulitzer, right? but it is just ridiculously entertaining. It sounds um, like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Like all it picture it's it's giving like a lot of running man uh, kind of mm-hmm. things. Like where it's like it's a game show because it's a big reality show game show. Game show. Game show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And uh yeah, and, and it's just it's just fantastic. And uh, you know, so yeah, you could see like he's there in his leather jacket and his boxer <laughs> shorts and like that's uh, it's great. Just it's really like highly reviewed. Something that uh, if it gets adapted into a, a movie or a series, better is in something animated or better is something live action or better is a video game. Like yeah. I get oh, video game vibes from I the description. I would of this. Yeah. 
love to see this as a video game. Like if I could play as this guy or yeah. I, oh, I don't want to give it away, but if I could play yeah. as either him or one of the other main characters, oh uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the the cover, the the goblins on up chasing him down on the cover. I mean, they're straight out of <laughs> Warcraft. Look at these guys. <laughs> they totally are, yeah. Yeah. That's well, great. yeah, I mean, so that's the the premise of the book is essentially like every, as you heard, like everyone who was indoors at, at that particular moment in time was instantly killed. And then this sort of PA style loudspeaker announcement comes on and says, hey, everyone who survived that, uh, you've got an hour to get inside a dungeon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but then after that, the dungeon entrances will close forever and never open back up and then you'll be on your own and you can just fend for yourselves out in the wild where there's you know and where you have nothing because we've destroyed everything good luck you know um and uh and so and he's there and it's sub-zero temperatures and he's in his boxer shorts and a pair of crocs because he went outside (laughs) to go get the cat yeah and so he's like okay i don't have a choice i have to go inside and so now he's wandering around in this dungeon and it's literally like a dungeon crawl there are goblins there are orcs there are elves there all that kind of stuff and it is so much fun it's so much fun uh this guy carl is apparently he did a stint in the military um like in the the marines i think uh and so he's got he's got some skills and whatnot but he's not he's not the sharpest tack in the box Mm -hmm. but he's He's so much fun. Um, Luke Sightwalker says, uh, you know, he prefers full cast narration as opposed to a single person. I could have sworn that there were other people in the cast because oh, this really? guy has really good at such. It. Yes. He has Changing such, uh, such a, what sort I'm looking for starts with a V versatility. Um, versatile. Uh, yes. Versatility. Such a Nicely versatile, done voice and yeah. and i think they also with the with post-production i think they also went in with um you know some some after effects to kind of you know give his voice some some other effects and things but sure. yeah i could have sworn that there were other people reading it with him because it's amazing it's huh. it's so good and i'm so so now so i'm i'm, I'm in my car right and uh-huh. i'm driving along and i'm not kidding there were multiple times where i had to pause it and i'm just like what <laughs> This book. Oh my god! <laughs> you know? Is and I don't I don't want to tell you guys anything because I don't want to yeah. spoiler it. But there are times when I was just like, as soon as I realized what was happening based on the narration, I was just like, oh my god, it's that, ah! you know. And I'm just like cracking up. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't I don't want to give anything away because it's all just laugh out loud hilarious. Well, here's but- here's what is funny, and I didn't do this on. Well, you and I did not connect, so we didn't have. They didn't plan this, but this book was in the same list of books that I that I discovered the forest haunting thing. Uh, the same guy was recommending this oh, really? for the same reasons. He's oh, like, funny. it's like you want you're looking for some good Halloween recommendations. Here's my list, and he read off like I don't know he- ten books, <laughs> and these two are in this list. So. Uh, we must have been uh, hooking up there somehow in the space in in outer space. I don't know what that means. I just made all that up. <laughs> but that's pretty cool. Right, right. That's pretty cool. And I have that one written down. I didn't even realize this is the one you were bringing. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. It's I I devoured it. Like I said, I I happened to have like you know two 
four hour long drives right back to back. So I was able to really knock it right out. But I'll tell you, I got it's a series, the Dungeon Crawler Carl series. Um, You know, so this is just the first book in the series. And I immediately downloaded the second one. Um, and I'm in the middle of the second one now. So so. Also on Kindle Unlimited. If you're like me and you and you prefer, uh, you know, reading from a page, because uh, I fall asleep in audiobooks for some reason, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. This one's also free right now. There's a whole, there's a whole bunch cool. of these that are perfect for this time of year that are just like right in that little zone. And I really like Kindle Unlimited. If you haven't used it before, it's they have so much good stuff in there. It's not always yeah. your top seller. You know, New York Times just came out this week from some famous author, you know, like a Stephen King book or something. But tons of great independent writers and small stories, big stories that you just didn't know about before, and great apocalyptic horror stuff. It's just great. So highly recommend well, that. And depending on where you live and what the library services are like where you live, a lot of times you can you can get a lot of ebooks, audiobooks, anything like that. Uh, for free from the library, yep. you know, uh, there's a service called Canopy, spelled with a K, um, that a lot of a lot of library services like will allow you to, you know, sort of borrow digital media that way. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you if if it's not if you don't have unlimited and the book you want is too expensive for you to just buy on Kindle, maybe try that as an option you know because mm-hmm. man libraries are cool they're not just the place no where you but go she's usually hot yeah it's also not a good glasses. place to uh yeah. to uh you know go and watch free <laughs> porn on the uh, internet on the machines there. yeah don't be doing that mm-hmm. i would yeah, recommend do against that, that. Do that. Do kim that. does this though every every week or so what? she goes to the library and grabs <laughs> books buys oh books time. okay good yeah not porn sorry yeah i should have i i led into that wrong <laughs> she she gets lots of books no porn as far as i'm aware uh Anyway, uh, Amy, awesome. This is great. This is a uh, yeah, good recommendation. Cool. Go check it out. Dungeon Crawler Carl is what it's called. It's available now. Uh, also up on quicktms.li. And uh, while you're at it, look uh, at some of the other books available this month for that. And let us know your recommendations. If you have something, you know, spooky oh, for or sure. scary or whatever, yeah. let us know. We'd love it. Yeah. Yeah. Bring them on. Amy, them uh, on. let people know where they can follow you while you're hucking clay all over the place. Yes. So I was actually going to say, I'm going to try and do some kind of pottery stream today. I think I'll probably just be wedging a bunch of clay, but I'm not really sure yet. But yeah, uh, I want to do a stream this afternoon. So that'll be at youtube.com slash at Red Fraggle 3. You can also follow me Red Fraggle 3 on TikTok and threads and all the other places. I also real quick, I want to plug Real steps because it's time to sign up for real steps. Sure. I am I do real steps every time. Um, so you know, y'all come on, it's gonna be very, very fun. And um So you're then yeah, you're so. in this next round, eh? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh yes. I am nice. in this next round. Amy's a cool. fun one to have in that in there. So that's mm-hmm. and that's straight from Wendy's mouth. Wendy likes that. <laughs> Wendy's though, so awesome. Wendy is pretty great. So cool. Uh, we'll have a great uh, time and we can't wait to have you back for more reading recommendations. Thanks, Amy. Thanks. Bye. 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 I'm removing her from group. Okay. All right. So only the listeners will notice this, but I found my first Mac OS Sonoma bug. Would you like to hear what it is? Oh, really? Okay. This happened yesterday and then I did it again today to test it and it totally did it again. So now I know not to do it. 
Um, okay. But you know how you probably have a folder somewhere that just has tons of stuff in it, just like a big unending fo- folder of like art or you know whatever you yeah, know uh, yeah. work you're doing, whatever it is. Folders right. yeah. upon folders. Upon I have folders. a freelance folder that's got all my clients and all the stuff I do for them. That kind of thing. Like yeah, just like a, a big beefy one with lots of directory stuff, gigabytes and gigabytes of stuff. Yeah, there, yes. And I can I know this is a Sonoma thing because I did it all the time prior to Sonoma and it was never an issue. But when I'm streaming. And I open my big folder mm-hmm. to like find a file I'm looking for or something like that. It will take us down to about 300 kpbs. Oh God! <laughs> uh, you know, for for OBS to keep pumping out video, yeah, yeah. it takes it down to a crawl. You guys go silent for a second uh, and freeze. Okay. And all I'm doing is display. I'm not even searching. I'm just displaying the, the just directory. Just displaying the folder. Holy and as soon cow. as I exit the folder, no problem. So it's probably, it may even be an OBS bug. I don't I don't know. Something with the way the file handling works. Because nothing else slows down. My resources don't go really low or anything. My RAM stays stable. All that stuff's good. It's just this one weird little thing. And that's what we do. We, we here on the front lines of content creation, right. we test these OSs to their maximum so that you don't have to, Apple. We we take the, the the hit for you. We take the brunt. We, yeah, we do it just for you. Yeah, the bullet, if you will. We take the bullet. Yes, we take the bullet. Anyway, don't take bullets. <laughs> uh, let's get out of here. Quick note: uh, check the Discord four times on this because uh, Tanner, a good pal, Tanner Goodman, uh, had an yeah. idea, and his idea was to set up and schedule a couple of uh, kind of Halloween themed movie nights. Um, and they're up there. They're already scheduled and ready to go. They're, they're not mandatory, obviously. If you can't make it, you can't make it. But <laughs> they are you know, mandatory. Yeah. You must be there. You must be there. We're kicking you off the Discord. Um, but they'll be. Yeah, in a, I was looking in yeah. the Discord for when this is, and I couldn't find it actually. So oh, I'm glad um, you're bringing it up because let me pull it up real quick, and I'll tell you. Because I want to know. Oh, I thought they were already in events. No, maybe he moved something around. They were yesterday. Uh, hold on. Maybe I'm in the wrong I thing. Know. Oh, I am in the wrong thing. Okay. So if you go to events at the very top, there'll be one pending. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, horror movie events. marathon, August 27th, 5 p.m. Oh, gotcha. Actually, one event. Okay, there yep. it is. 5 p.m. Okay. Uh, horror movie marathon, propel you into the spooky weekend. Lots of movies will be streaming and so on. Uh, That's awesome. Everyone's welcome. We're going to do like a stage and it'll just be a movie up there running. Uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we won't have any commentary that way. We're not <laughs> annoying people that just want to see the film. But right, the chat right. room will be open. Everybody can hang out and have a good time. Uh, and I think it's a great idea. So it's a really good idea. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So check it out. Discord uh, can be found if you're not already in our Discord. Uh, go to frogpants.com/discord. It'll get you right in. There's no no limits, no doors, no no keys to open any locks. You just get in. Okay. <laughs> we make it Sorry. easy around here. Uh, that is going to do it for today's show. Big thanks to our Patreon, Patreon and patrons on the Patreon for being patrons. We appreciate it very much. Patreon.com slash TMS is the primary fuel to which this airplane takes off every day. So please head over there today and support your favorite morning show. All the reasons to are there. That is going to do it for today. Brian, we probably shouldn't leave unless we do a song because I feel like they expect it. It's kind of a requirement. I'm I'm okay. I'm okay with this requirement. And this one is uh, uh, the day. The day it is uh, was requested for. Yay! I think so. Oh no, it wasn't. This is from last month, but um, I never got to it, so I'm doing it now. Sure. Uh, the Berm B I R M. We know him. Uh, wrote in and said, uh, "Howdy, Scotch and Bourbon." That's a frequent one uh, for us. Scotch and Bourbon because yeah, it's lot. perfect. Yeah. yeah. 
It's a good one. Uh, just want to send my friend Rev across the seas with a fun song. Of course, I forgot to put this in, so it's late. But hey, hopefully he's behind on listening. Could I get a Tiger Blood and have a great one? Signed, The Berm. Oh my gosh, Tiger Blood? Hold tiger on. Blood. Do you have your Charlie Sheen clips uh, still in there for well, let's some find reason? Out. Tiger Blood. Do I have that? Here, let's try it. Big mustard tiger? No, nope, that ain't it. How about this one? We're going to have to spank the little uh, tiger cats. No. Oh, that's Tony the Tiger. Nothing is cooler, sexier, and more significant to the world we live in today than a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So it might be under Sheen. Let's just try that. Okay. All right. Because it was Charlie Sheen, right? Was that the it was thing? Charlie Sheen, yeah. Rumor has it you I, killed a man, but no, I can't find it. I don't think oh. I have. You know what? I think this is in that batch of stuff that I it could never have been got. The ones that yeah, that, that got lost because so. it's old. That was like 2011. Tiger, tiger blood. All right. Anyway, uh, the song that the Berm Wander request uh, for Rev is "The Boys Are Back in Town" by the High Kings. This comes from the album "Grace and Glory" from 2016. A song covering the uh, the Thin Lizzy song, the Irish band Thin Lizzy. <laughs> uh, anyway, here are the Boys Are Back in Town by the High Kings.
Get more at frogpants.com. Somebody call Richard Simmons. Oh.